0: This is a headgum podcast.
1: This is why you're single. This is why you're single.
0: Welcome to the This Is Why You're Single podcast. I'm Laura Lane.
1: And I'm Angela Spera. We are the co writers of the book, This Is Why You're Single. Every week we highlight a different dating topic. This week's episode is Never Settle.
0: Never Settle. You should never settle. Also in the lineup, we're talking about what's new in dating news. A woman writes a viral essay about calling off her wedding, and we discuss whether certain wedding traditions have a place in 2019. Then we're diving into the mailbox to answer your listener questions, including a listener who is letting her insecurities dictate who she should date, and another listener who is stuck in a relationship that is not making her happy. But
1: first, Angela, what's going on in your week? Um, So I feel like I've talked before on the podcast about how every time I'm home alone, I'm pretty positive I'm going to get murdered. Oh, my God. I feel the same way. It's a big fear of mine. I check
0: closets. I yes. check bathrooms. Like, as if that's going to help. If someone's waiting there with, like, a machete, I'm screwed. Like,
1: opening the door to see if they're there does not help save my life. Right. But I, I would at least like to see them before they murder me rather than them creep up behind me, you know? I guess. I, I don't feel know. I more in control.
0: I guess I, like, if I know they're not in my bathroom, then I can, like, okay, maybe go to sleep. Whereas if I don't check the bathroom... <laughs>
1: Then I, then there's no way I'm sleeping. I'm like, they're in there. I can't sleep. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I'm glad I'm not alone in this because I do the same thing every time I come home. And I think being in a relationship has made me even crazier because at least now, like, I'm not alone that much. Like Ian's going to fight them off. Right. Which he's totally not. Like, he's going to – He is. I possibly would save him. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, for but sure. realistically, we would both die. But at least, like, I feel better having someone else around. So when he's away, I've become even more crazy. And I do this thing where I do not sleep in our bed when Ian is away. I sleep on the couch. Because that's safer, closer to your
0: baseball bat,
1: closer to your... Mace. Here's my thinking. closer to the kitchen knives. Because like when I'm in my bed, somebody can come at me from like three different directions. Like it's up, you know, the, the headboard is against the wall, but then you can come from the left, right, down the middle to get me. But if I'm in the couch, my back is against the wall and I like feel, a headboard. Kind of like a head. But like like my I just feel like I only have to watch out like on one side of my body for someone. And then there's what's like, on the right and left of you? Well, there's like the the arms of the couch. So I feel a little more protected. It's like a crib, you know, it's like a baby. In Why don't you just
0: get some bumpers on your bed?
1: Well, because I'm 30 at
0: not four. Okay. So but s- maybe you're right. Maybe I should. Aren't there more windows in your living room area? There are, but people I can like, see that you're alone.
1: But it goes back to that whole, like, if I see it coming, is it better? Because like, then I, I feel like I'm like, I'm vigilant. I'm laying there. I'm staring at the window my back is against the wall. It's like the they call it like when you're in a restaurant and you sit in a corner like uh, at a, like a circle table and you sit in the corner with like two walls behind you. That's called the godfather seat. Really? Because if you were like a mafioso, nobody could come up behind you and kill you. <laughs> so I'm sleeping in the godfather seat. I didn't know that's what it was called. It's of course, thing. my Italian co-host I knows know. this. What a stereotype uh yeah ian and i fight over the the godfather's seat when we're at a restaurant really yeah because you know lots of people are trying to get us not really we have no enemies
0: well, you know, I got to say, you haven't been murdered, so whatever you're doing's working.
1: <laughs> totally working, and I attribute it to that. Thank you. Uh, what's going on in your week? Okay, so I was thinking back to, as I was, I've been going through all this health stuff,
0: I'm just, like, thinking back to a more wistful time in my life, like, earlier this summer before my summer was snatched away from me, and I've been in hospital rooms. I was thinking back to Greece. Okay. And... I was thinking about this couple that we met on our trip. And I can't believe I forgot to tell you about this couple. So this couple was chatting us up. They were, like, in their 60s. And I was just – you ever see, like, a really cute, lovey couple and you're kind of, like, crushing on them? Like a, yeah. like a girl crush but, like, a couple crush? Yeah, of course. So we're at the pool at this place um, in Greece on this island called Noxos. And like he's carrying her like like, you know, over a threshold, you know, type of thing Uh like in the uh pool, like like holding her like a baby. And they're spinning all around. And like she had mentioned that she had a daughter. So I was like, oh, my God, like how long have they been, you know, like they've been married forever. And like, look how cute they are. And I'm like, Nick, that's going to be us when we're old. I hope even though we're like not even like that in the pool, we're just like, hey, stop, you know, right, like splashing each other. And they're just like so cute and lovey. And they're like hanging out in their cabana and like kissing and. Oh my and god. just being so cute so this goes on Do you for think like it was
1: like a new like maybe they only got married like five years ago like maybe they were both on their second marriage and there it was like they're still in their honeymoon phase
0: they were on their actual honeymoon i knew it I found out at the end of the trip where i finally was like uh i was like so like uh like you know how'd you guys meet or something like that and they like look at each other like we met on facebook oh my god <laughs> and they're both like quote unquote, like they're, they're healers. Like he is an Ayurvedic doctor and um, and uh, I forget what she did. Something, I don't know, something healing and right good in the world. But it sounds like they were meant
1: to be yeah. together.
0: Meant to be together and they met in like some chat room on Facebook and – I don't know. I just, I still love them. They're still my couple crush, but I was it like, changes like, it just kind of changes things. I was like, Oh, you, you, you guys are on your honeymoon. Like, duh, this is why you're like that. Like I shouldn't be, you know, expecting Nick to carry me around the pool like a baby.
1: <laughs> yeah. I
0: mean, I, after, after almost 10 years together.
1: I hate that I guessed that because, you know, I want to be romantic, but this is romantic too in its own special way. Uh, it reminds me of Ian and I were just in Chicago and we were eating lunch together and there was an older couple, probably about the same age, not far from us. And they were sitting like next to each other on a bench, uh, like not looking at each other, both just silently eating their food, staring out into space. And, uh, I was like, Ian, look. And he was like, that's going to be us. And I was like, what? Not talking to each other? (laughs) And those people were probably not on their honeymoon.
0: No, definitely not. I love doing this when I see other couples just guessing what their sitch is. Like, are they married? Are they not? How long have they been together? Do they have kids? Like, is this a first date, second date, 10th date? Like, I just love doing this. Like, every morning there was this really old, like, kind of overweight dude who I found out, like, owned the little, like, I don't know, it was like, had like, you know, seven little villas in this little hotel. Mm-hmm. So we owned the little hotel we were staying at. And there was, she was probably in her 30s, like, you hop know, hot blonde girl that was always sitting with him. They were never kissing. They were never loving. But I was like... Is that his daughter? Is that just a friend? Is that his girlfriend? Like maybe. Maybe it's his girlfriend. But they never seemed romantic, but she had breakfast and dinner with him every night. Hmm.
1: But it but it didn't
0: seem like I I just always want to know people's sitch. Like but you never found out that one? No. And I, hmm. you know, talked to him after I was like, oh, like how how you know, how did you end up buying this place? And like how did you find it? And he's like, we had a great stay. We hope to come again another summer. And and I wanted so badly to be like tell me about your lady friend <laughs> because I have a podcast and I'm curious. Right, but I need content, <laughs> I, but I didn't do that. But I don't know. It's so funny. Like being in a couple, I'm always, uh, you know, being one half of a couple, I, I'm, a, I love couple watching just right. kind of like Looking I do a couple goals, people watching mm-hmm. and you can never really get like, the sense of people from like the short glimpse that you have. It's kind of like, instagram lives like i'll see you know i'll like i'll find out a friend's getting divorced and i'm like what they looked the happiest of anybody on instagram you know you just don't know and like those people that you had dinner that you saw at dinner who weren't talking to each other like maybe they were just like that was like a really quiet you know maybe they had like a they got bad news that week and they were like my God! Like we just need to get out of the house and like have dinner, yeah. and they just wanted to have like a very quiet, like let's just get some good food. Like I can't believe our entire apartment flooded today. You know, exactly.
1: And so you don't. And know. they just resp- they could have a comfortable silence with each other. Yeah, you just don't know from little glimpses. Mm-hmm.
0: All right, on that note, it's time for us to take a quick sponsor break, and then we're jumping into what's in the news. We would like to thank our sponsor, Squarespace. Make it yourself easily create a website all by yourself. The future is coming. Make it brighter with Squarespace. I love Squarespace. Angela and I have so many Squarespace websites between us. We're going to tell you all of them. So if you want to see the websites we've created using Squarespace, you can go to thisiswhyyoursingle.com. You could also do thisiswhyyoursinglebook.com. They go to the same place. Squarespace mm-hmm. a little has
1: nifty thing capabilities
0: do. to to do that. Uh, LauraLane.com is my personal. AngelaSparrow.com. Uh, is Angela's personal where mm-hmm. she puts like her portfolio and then and then for uh my new book coming out March 2020 uh there's feminist fairy tales uh also I think like fem fairy tales show goes there I don't know whatever if it doesn't yet it can yeah oh eventually. Fe- no just fem fairy tales.com is the same as feminist fairy tales book um so we love Squarespace that's why we Oh, I also have nickloveslaura.com. <laughs> Do you still you still have that? I still I I know the renewal was coming up and I was like I don't need to renew my wedding website. but Like why am I paying for this again? And I was just like nostalgically I
1: just like
0: <laughs> I was like renew renew for whatever but the cost is. That's
1: how affordable it is, I guess. Yeah, know? exactly. Um, Our Laura is just insane. So so many people are using Squarespace authors like us, podcasters, crazy brides, but also <laughs> oh. lawyers, real estate brokers, gamers, consultants, um you can use squarespace too they give you beautiful templates created by world-class designers they have built-in search engine a search engine optimization so people can find you and then there's 24 7 award-winning customer support to help you out if you ever need some help
0: Yep. Uh, and we're hooking it up as always. If you just go to squarespace.com single for a free trial, when you're ready to launch, use offer code single to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain that's squarespace.com single for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code single to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain.
1: All right, Angela, what have you been reading about in the news? So I'm so excited. We're going to talk about, I was reading The Crane Wife by CJ Hauser, which you can find on the Paris Review. I referenced it a couple episodes ago because I just loved it so much and now we're going to talk about it. It's like new viral essay. People were calling it um, the Cat Person essay for women in their 30s. Remember Cat Person?
0: Yes. For people that don't remember Cat Person, Cat Person is a fictional story that was in The New Yorker, but it was just written... So well that it felt so viscerally real to so many people's experience that this, you know, fictional piece of the New York went viral, which does not usually happen. It was so great uh, the, that 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 writer actually came out with a book that came out like this. Yes, this, which I don't think actually has done that well. But but anyways, if you <laughs> ever read Cat Person, it can't so strike good. lightning twice. <laughs> yeah, just Google Cat Person. Um, but um, anyways, so tell us about the Cranes Wife.
1: So this is autobiographical. It um it is nonfiction. But it's by this girl, CJ, who um, she's a writer. She says 10 days after she called off her engagement, she decided to go on this scientific scientific expedition to study the whooping crane off the Gulf Coast of Texas. I don't know what that is. It's a bird. Basically, uh, she was doing this to research for a novel that she was writing about uh, environmental scientists. So it was like basically like she was going to be like um, wading through water and like basically doing like kind of dirty, outdoorsy things, um, and she figured, like, probably not what I'm supposed to do while I'm going through breaking up breaking off an engagement, but maybe it'll be a distraction. So um, she said while she was there, she realized how her relationship had – she had tried to become good at being okay with the bare minimum, and anything she ever wanted, she felt needy. Some examples she gave from her relationship was, she said, um, one time she put on her favorite red dress for a wedding, and she just wanted – her boyfriend tell her that he looked that she looked nice and he said to her i told you you looked nice when you wore that dress last summer it's reasonable to assume i still think you look nice in it now which is awful
0: oh my god um
1: and then another time she said he gave her a birthday card where he just put a sticky note that said birthday in it and he explained that because he hadn't written in it the card was still in good condition and they could give it to someone else so she says, "I need to know. I need you to know. I hated that I needed more than this from him. They're, these were small things, and I told myself I was stupid to feel disappointed in them." Um, well, I mean, it'd
0: be funny to do that card thing. Ironically, like we can reuse this. it's such a good card. We can reuse it and just put a post-it note with birthday. I actually think with the right person doing that that. That actually I find very funny.
1: Yes. But there was, okay. So there was like a bunch of other things that this guy had done though. There was like a pattern basically he had cheated on her. Okay. Well, yeah. yeah. So, but like with, and, and like, you know, it's okay to be, even if it was just the little things, like basically it's okay to be upset and like expect more. Like it's okay to want a nice birthday card on your birthday, but she had convinced herself she was like being crazy and needy and wanting too much. And while she was there, um, studying the cranes she learned about there's like this japanese folk story called the crane wife and it's about uh, a bird who falls in love with a human and to trick him into loving her she pretends to be a human too by like plucking out her feathers every night oh gross i know but uh, like the whole moral obviously is like she was putting all this effort into being someone she wasn't yeah so- I, guess, I get i get them in okay. case you weren't falling along um, at home but so what
0: did you take away from all this
1: So basically, well, for her, she spent all this time away and she said, I think I was afraid that if I called off my wedding, I was going to ruin myself, that doing it would disfigure the story of my life in some irredeemable way. Um, But she says, I had experienced worse things than this, but none threatened my American understanding of a life as much as a called off wedding did. What I understood on the other side of my decision on the Gulf was that there was no such thing as ruining yourself. There are ways to be wounded and ways to survive those wounds, but no one can survive denying their own needs to be a crane wife is unsustainable. Are you
0: calling off your wedding? Is that why you read this news story? I'm calling
1: off my wedding. No, but I do get how she says like, you can have like all these awful things happen to you, but somehow like having like a wedding called off feels like the end of your life.
0: I think the thing that people don't, don't get when like weddings get called off, it's like, and people have already bought their tickets or sent you gifts. It's like, okay, come on, mofos. Like, why didn't you know this before? Before you planned a wedding? Like, come on. You should have You should have done this before. You get other people involved and other people put other people's, like, money at risk. It's more just annoying to other people. So people are annoyed that you didn't figure out your shit earlier. I think that's where it is. But as somebody that was, you know, that, like, gets anxiety around big life moments – I get how sometimes you you need that kind of, like, pressure cooker to bring you the clarity as sad as it yeah, is. Yeah, I think you so do. So, like, I get why weddings get called off. Like, I've had a couple friends call off weddings. Actually, yeah, my friend Jeff, his wedding was in Texas. I couldn't go because I was pregnant, but I sent him a bar cart. And then I saw him at our journalism reunion. I was like, oh my God, like, and congrats on the wedding. How was it? And he was oh, like, no. oh, it didn't happen. It got called off. And I was like, you're so funny.
1: And you were and he was like, like, no, give, it
0: did. Give me my bar cart back. I kind of, no, I made a joke about that. And he was like, no, it got called off. And I was like, I hope you got to keep the bar cart since <laughs> since like I'm your friend that bought it. He's like, no, I kept the bar cart. Don't worry. And I was like, I'm so sorry your wedding got called off. But yeah, so it doesn't surprise me that weddings get called off. I get why, I get why you would feel feel so bad about that happening because it's not just involving you and one other person and maybe like having to move out or having to like, you know, you know, deal with a big breakup. You're involving a lot of other people in, in your breakup in a way that you wouldn't if you call it off before a wedding. So that's why I think that it feels like a shunning regarding a wedding and
1: I think people feel like it's going to follow them for the rest of their lives and then it's like how do I date and explain that I had a wedding called off like it's like it's hard enough to like people are like don't talk about your ex on a first date but like do you talk about I was supposed to get married like a month ago
0: yeah but having like an ex-fiance isn't that crazy so like you don't need to get into like how far along you were in the wedding planning you know
1: that's true see well Yeah, I know somebody that's, like, going through the early stages of it right now. So I feel like that's, like, the light at the end of the tunnel. Right now, it seems, like, so difficult to explain, like, the complications of it.
0: You don't need to unless you're, like, serious with someone. They're, like, what happened? And then you're, like, you know, just keep it brief. Yeah.
1: But anyway, I thought thought that was –
0: it was very moving. Yeah, very moving. Thanks for sharing. Sure. What are you reading? So I was reading Vogue, uh, staying on the wedding track, uh, they asked, "Do these eleven wedding tradition, eleven wedding traditions, still have a place in 2019?" This is written by Hannah Huber. So I thought this was interesting, as my BFF is planning a wedding and I'm a bridesmaid. Talking about you, Angela. Oh, which so, uh, uh, <laughs> They want to know if these these traditions still have a place in 2019. So I thought this was uh, an interesting topic to discuss with you as you're planning a wedding and with any any listeners who you know, want to get married in the future or might be planning a wedding. Sure. Interest it's interesting to anybody. So the first is the cake cutting. Um, so they interviewed Elizabeth Eisenberg. She's an event planner, and she said, We find that most couples don't want to have the traditional cake cutting ceremony anymore. They don't feel the need to draw the attention to that moment. So I think it could be a lot of different things. Like I've had I've had people do pies and I've had people do or I've been to weddings where they've done donuts pies like other things but actually at both of those they still kind of did like a cake cutting they just did it with a donut and a pie (laughs) so I don't know but I get why it's kind of like it's like okay just like give me the dessert already I don't really care about watching you cut it like I think it's the most like yeah we just want we just want the freaking dessert but you know
1: what I always think about when I watch other people do the cake cutting is I had heard once that if one of the people in the couple, like, uh, smush the cake in the other person's face. Like, unexpectedly, the likelihood of their marriage not working out is much higher. Because, like, it's, like, That's one funny. thing if, like, you both think it's funny and, like, yeah you're both on board with it. But if one person is very much not into it and the other person smushes the cake, apparently doesn't bode well for your marriage. I believe that.
0: I mean, Nick would never smush that in my face. Like he would never want to mess up my makeup, mess up my dress. There's no way. Um, another tradition giving away the bride, you know, if you look back to the traditions, it is from very sexist roots. As Mm -hmm. they point out, it's about women being the property of their fathers and then becoming the property of their husbands. I did have my dad walk me down the aisle. He didn't like give me away, you know. You know, right? I wasn't... hate all that language because I'm like, I'm still a part of your family. Yeah, I did have my, you know, I almost had both of my parents
1: walk me down the aisle, which I am like. I'm having both my parents. Yeah,
0: I, I would have liked that. Like, I didn't end up doing that, and I, I can't really remember why. Oh, I remember. My mom was like, I don't want. I don't want to block you. I want people to like see your dress. Oh my God. I know my mom is so sweet. And I was like, I don't know, like whatever. I was like, you know, my brother can walk you down the aisle. She's like, I just don't want to walk alone. I was like, no, of course not. So I think we did end up having my dad just walk me. My mom didn't want me to be blocked (laughs) from the people. Wow. That's a good mom. Yeah. She's a sweet, she's, she's not definitely not the kind of mom that like steals the spotlight. Right. She's, She's a sweetie pie. Um, but But yeah, I guess it's, you know, it's what it means to you. It's like, you know. So I like having both your parents walk you down the aisle. Yeah, I
1: I think of it as like a joining of the families, not like a passing off, you know. Love that. Uh, The pronouncement of man and wife, apparently, is a tradition. and The
0: language used in traditional wedding ceremonies historically places men in a place of authority over women. So they suggest getting to know your officiant to ensure that the verbiage used in the ceremony reflects your ideals. So meet with your officiant. And, you know, make sure that they they
1: don't use any verbiage that's like, you know, yeah, I'm okay. With, I'm okay with man and wife, I guess. Or, yeah. oh, actually, no, maybe husband and wife. Mm-hmm. That makes more sense because that's yeah. more equal. Yeah. Man and his. Yeah. Yeah. Husband. Yeah. Because like man, it's not man and woman. It's man and wife. So, yeah, I oh, get right. why that's a problem.
0: Oh, I didn't even think. Yes, that's the issue with it. Yeah. Okay, that All makes right. Sense. Yeah.
1: Good. All right. Look, I wouldn't have even thought of that. All right. Make sure husband you- and wife. It is.
0: Yes. Uh, the bride's family play, paying very archaic so that's you know a lot of people now the couples will pitch in both families will pitch in it's not yes. just on the woman paper invites are out which i really love i went to a wedding recently where they didn't have um they didn't have like they they had very little paper stuff so they didn't have uh like what's it called when you're like sitting at the ceremony oh like the place cards
1: or yeah, like oh like the 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 itinerary the itinerary yeah. cuz like
0: People look at that for like five seconds and they're like, Okay, yeah, it's like a ceremony. Like right. you know? Yeah. Like it is what it Hopefully is. Hopefully it won't
1: be long enough that we need this. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. So they they didn't have like the rundown of the ceremony and then they didn't have like the little place cards. Instead they just had like all the names on a board with with um with like what table it was. And, and I was like, you know what? They're saving trees. I kind of like cutting yes. down on the papers. I I do like a traditional paper invite when it comes to the actual invitation, but a lot of people are doing like the
1: paperless post shit now. I will say I just went to a wedding that did a digital invitation and everyone was very confused about the details. You would think like, oh, everyone has it in their phone. They can just find it. But I don't know. People are so used to having a piece of paper with them for weddings. Like we all were like, when, at what time is it? Where are we going? Like everybody yeah. kind of missed the paper.
0: Yeah, I get that. I do I do like keep the paper information and bring it with me to everybody. Yeah. So I do like having, yeah, I guess I do like my hard copy. White wedding dresses are out. Uh wedding parties are out. It avoids a lot of drama, mm. which I'm for both of those things. Um the garter bouquet toss, some people are like over that, especially if you think about the meaning. It's like It's like, oh, like, let's get all, Let's bring all the single people and, like, point out who they are. And let them act like wild hyenas uh, (laughs) fighting over a carcass. And then the winner won't be single as if that's, like, that's the good thing. Like, if you win, you know, hopefully you won't be single and we'll save you from your single status. Like, I hate that idea behind the. I
1: was definitely never into that when I was single. So, yeah, yeah, maybe I won't do that. I definitely don't like the garter thing.
0: Yeah. And I did both. I just wasn't thinking. This was like, I mean, it wasn't even, like, it was like 2015. It's not like it was like, you know, 10 years ago. And I, I, I mean, just wasn't thinking about all this. There's no right or wrong this. though. Yeah. There's a lot I would have changed about my wedding now. I And I have the most beautiful wedding. I love so many things about it, but like I don't talk to a lot of people that were invited and a lot of my like now close friends weren't there. And then, yeah, things like this. I, I think I would have maybe not done and I thought we were being very, like, modern about it. And, you know, we had, like, a friend that was our officiant, and he was very, like, funny about it. Mm-hmm. And But there's a lot of, like, traditional things I think I wouldn't do anymore.
1: Well, when you renew your vows. Yeah.
0: The last one that I really agree with, when I renew my vows.
1: <laughs> Which exactly. I, I'm
0: sure will happen. <laughs> when I throw another crazy party. Um The other one I like is the bride and groom
1: side seating. I didn't have that
0: and I fucking hate that because like when you're a friend, like you're friends of both of the couple now. Yes.
1: Yeah. I don't think any wedding I've been to recently has had that. Like everybody just sits wherever they can find a seat. Yeah. I know. It's insane to be like, you know,
0: like, uh, I'm only here to support the bride. Right. Like, come on. Um, how do you feel about, has that made, changed your mind about anything?
1: Um, definitely, I would have never thought of the husband and wife thing, I think. Man and wife, yeah. Man and, man and, oh, right, husband and, or man husband and wife. Husband and wife's good, We I could guess. be, man, I now pronounce you man and woman. That's I now awkward. pronounce <laughs> you partners. In yes. Life. Oh, my God. That's beautiful. Okay, you just, you just checked one thing off my list. Oh,
0: cool. All Great. Right. I'm doing
1: one good thing <laughs> as bridesmaid.
0: Uh, On that note, it is time for us to jump into our mailbox, but first, we're going to take a very quick sponsor break. Mm we would like to thank our sponsor care of care of is a subscription service that delivers vitamins and supplements customized for your specific health needs. You take a short quiz and answer questions about your diet, lifestyle, fitness and health goals and care of puts together a personalized plan just for you. And you know, one thing I've learned is that your health care needs can change over time. So like when I was trying to have a baby and I was putting, you know, trying to have a baby like prenatals were what I needed in my little, you know, care of, personalized pack but now i'm not trying to have a baby so my healthcare, you know they my they changed and it's just so great to have a place where i can go and i can like update like what is going on in my life and then they can tell me like this is actually
1: what you need now right and they're flexible about changing things which is cool yeah So Care-of's fun online quiz asks you about your diet, your health goals, and your lifestyle choices, like Laura said, and takes only five minutes to find out your personal, scientifically-backed vitamin and supplement recommendations. It can be really hard to know what vitamins and supplements you should be taking, but Care-of makes it easy to find out what you specifically need to be your healthiest. Care-of delivers daily vitamin and supplement packs, all customized to your recommendations, so you're only taking what you really need. They make sure that you'll be putting into your body what um what you're putting into your body comes from the best sources, backed by honest guidance and transparency, all available to you right on their website. I'm
0: cl- I love that. I love that they they say like this is where we get the stuff. This is what's up. Because you know, let's be honest, most of the supplements that you get at random drugstores, they're not gonna do that. Yeah. Uh, we're hooking it up for 25% off your first care of order. Go to takecareof.com and enter our code. This is why that's 25% off your first care of order. Go to takecareof.com and enter the code. This is why Angela, what have you been reading in our mailbox?
1: Okay, we have a question from an anonymous listener, an Anani, as we call them. Uh, She writes, my question is around insecurity when dating. I'm in my late 20s and I've been single for the past two years. I'm finding it very tough out there. There are so many jerks slash arrogant guys and I don't want to settle for a really nice guy who I'm not physically attracted to either, which I'm feeling more and more under pressure to do as I approach 30. I recently went, On a coffee date with a guy that I had instant chemistry with. He was exactly my type, looks and personality wise. And he asked me on a second date the problem is that when a guy is V attractive, I immediately start to feel insecure, thinking I need to lose weight or he could get someone better looking, et cetera. Oh, no. I know. I am. Uh, a very caring, genuine person with a good career. So how do I stop being so insecure when it comes to dating? I think guys can sense a mile off that I'm very insecure. I always assume they'll be looking for someone better. Oh, for
0: sure. This, this is not about you settling and this has nothing to do with the men. This is about like you working on you. And I would like take a break from dating, honestly, to just like work on your confidence, work on like all the things that are great. Uh, look, you know, recognize all the things that are great in your life and you list them for us, you know? Like, and and, and no matter, this is the thing I've realized, like, no matter who you are, a model, an actress, like Mm -hmm. everyone, everyone I meet is insecure. Like, all my friends that are models in New York, they're just like, oh, like my butt. And I'm like, what are you (laughs) talking about? You're on a billboard in Times Square. Like, so it's all in your head, no matter who you are. And I think you just need to do some work and- kind of take a little break right yeah
1: I agree you definitely need to like it's so cliche so I hate saying it but you got to love yourself first before someone else can love you because people can sense when you don't and she
0: says that she recognizes that she's like they can sense that I'm insecure and like you know my friends and I always joke that with guys at the beginning we try to be like easy breezy and chill like you know, like easy breezy beautiful covert girl but we're like we just want to be like easy breezy and chill and like not you know and that kind of goes along with like being secure you're just like I'm so secure I'm so confident like I'm the freaking shit I got a cool job like like not like con- asshole you're lucky to be hanging out with me but like the vibe you want to give off is like I'm just like easy going I'm breezy because like you know I got my shit together and like I'm just chill
1: and I'm just like hearing that you're like, okay, cool. I would love to be that way, but it's because you can't fake it. You got to work on believing it. Yeah. Um, but just
0: tell yourself that mantra and like, it kind of works like, yeah. I'm just be daily like
1: affirmations,
0: just daily affirmations and just be like, you know, get ready for your date. Look at yourself in the mirror mirror and be like, I look good. I look as good as I'm going to look. I'm happy with how I look. This person wants to go on a date with me. So obviously they liked how I looked. So like, I'm going to own that, own that shit. I'm happy with my job. I got friends. You know, I'm happy with myself. And this person I go on a date with is just going to add to my already happy self. That is how I always try to think about dating is I already have a great life. I don't need this person. Sure, I, you know, would love to have someone in my life, but... I have an already great life, and this person's just going to add to my already great life. They're like the cherry on top of my
1: already amazing yes. banana sundae. They are the expansion pack yeah. to your Cards Against Humanity game. Sure. If you you <laughs> like
0: these metaphors we're giving, we've got more in We've our got back. so
1: many metaphors. Yes. Yeah,
0: so just keep that in your head. You're easy, breezy, and chill. And- You already have a happy life. This person's adding to it. Just
1: start working on those mantras. Yes. And when you say that you're feeling more and more under pressure to settle for someone who's just nice, just think about how, like, that would be a bad expansion pack to your card game. You will not be... It will not improve your game. It will make it worse if you don't have genuine chemistry with them. And whenever you
0: start to, like, get that bad uh, voice in your head where you say, like, I always assume they'll be looking for someone better, just always tell yourself, like, well, yeah, duh, everyone can do that. And so can you, you can always be looking for someone better, but like, where's that going to get you? Like, how's that going to get anybody like anything good in a relationship? You both have chosen to be on the date with each other and not with anybody else. So just like be there, be in the moment and like stop letting the insecurities get to you because that's
1: true for them. And that's true for you. Yeah. Oh, and I have I have good news. I almost forgot. We actually emailed all of what we just said to this listener and she wrote back with a response.
0: Oh, what'd she say? She
1: had said, thank you so, so much for your response. I appreciate it a lot. I, it was actually the push I needed to end things with a guy I was seeing that I just wasn't feeling it with. It's so scary to be on my own again, but I know it's the right thing. My confidence is definitely low at the moment. So your advice to get to love myself again is probably what I need. I think I will try a few therapy sessions and take a break from dating for a while. I love the show. You two are the
0: best. Oh my god, I love it! And check out Talkspace; they're one of our sponsors. Yes. That like, if you're getting stressed out about finding a therapist, because for me, like, the logistics of just finding someone get get in my way. Um, a little shout out to talk space. Cause I, I really do love what they're about. All right. What else we got in the mailbox?
1: Okay. One more. So this is another anonymous listener and they write, I've been seeing this guy for over two and a half years, but we're just casual. It's just occasional dates and sex like friends with benefits. We are exclusive with each other. We get along really good and we have so much in common. And when we're together, the chemistry between us is awesome, but I don't know anything about his family or friends. And I don't even know much about him. On the other side, he knows my friends and my mom. I don't know if I'm wanting too much. I've tried to end it a couple times because I would like a real relationship, but we end up getting back together and things stay the same as always. Could use your advice. I'm already 38 and I came from a really toxic relationship that lasted nine years. I was single for three years until I met him and now I feel like I'm ready for a relationship but I don't think he wants one with me. I don't know if it was because we met online and things got physical really quickly. And I really don't know what to do.
0: Well, this is somebody that's settling for something that they're not happy with.
1: And, but I don't even think she realizes she's settling.
0: Yeah. Now you do. You're settling because he's not giving you what you want. Um, and he's not, he doesn't want what you want is probably a better way, more accurate way to say it. He, you know, you're just hooking up friends with benefits and you say like, he, you know, you don't think he wants more than that. Have you asked him? I would love to know, like, have you flat out asked him? And if the answer is no, then, you know, just say like, you know, I'm scared to be on my own, but, but I need to be because if you want to look for somebody that, that actually, you know, ha- you know will give you what you want and wants what you want, then you need to be single because you're exclusive with this guy. So you can't date while you're dating him, unfortunately. So you are going to need to end things with this guy if he doesn't want to be exclusive. And, you know, I, I think this is another thing of like doing some more like interior work because you admit, you know, you came from, you had a toxic relationship in the past. So, You got to like work through that and work through that baggage and get, you know, so you understand what aspects of that you're bringing into this new relationship.
1: Yeah. And not to be obsessed with the crane wife, but you should read it because how she's kind of doing a similar or she had done a similar thing that you're doing where you feel like your needs are just like you being needy, but what you want is perfectly reasonable and you deserve those things. So if this person's not giving them to you, it's okay to move on.
0: And it's scary. It is so scary to break up with somebody when you are scared of being alone and like maybe you like having sex and you're also scared to leave the sex sure. aspect of it. But I have faith that you will find somebody else and uh, and I just think you'll be, you'll be happier.
1: Yeah. And just super quickly touch on one other thing you said. Uh, I don't think it has anything to do with meeting online or getting physical too quickly. But the fact that he won't commit to you or that things are weird especially
0: when you're older I just feel like it's just it's just like when you want to hook up with someone it's like you could just be confident about it and just be like look I'm physically attracted to you let's just do this right I feel like it's less weird when you're
1: older for some reason well yeah because at like 38 years old you're not pretending to like you know still have your your chastity yeah 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 yeah
0: I know I know that like I don't know if that should matter but but in my head it's just like I don't know when I'm 38 if I'm like like you know I'm not going to be single cuz I'm gonna be with Nick until I die. But
1: <laughs> but you never know. But
0: if I was, I think I would just be like I want your
1: nuts <laughs> so that's a good tip just you know go out there and tell people you want their nuts no don't say it like <laughs> that that's so gross that's so gross don't talk like that who even wants nuts
0: if you want your listener questions answered or if you have any messages you want to share email us at contact at this is why you're single show.com. please be concise a paragraph or less you can also find all of our contact info on our website at this is why you're now let's dive into our reason of the week this week's reason is Never
1: Settle. Yes. It, uh, what inspired you? Was it these questions that inspired you? So weirdly enough, it had nothing to do with uh, romance. I was actually inspired by the fact that we have um, a version of our book coming out in another country. Yes. And we received the cover art and we did not love it.
0: No, I I strongly, strongly disliked it. <laughs> I sent it to like a group chat of my friends and I was like, help. Help like am i crazy this is like the cover of our book coming out in Romania and like, like like do you guys like this i don't i think it looks sad i don't think it's i don't think it shows that our book's humor and my friends were like oh my god you cannot have that be your cover they had sh- you know very strong language they thought it like looked like uh
1: it was it looks like the little girl from the ring. It looked like Momo. And Momo combined. Uh, yeah, it, so yeah, we were not, They were like,
0: this looks like it's a book about child suicide. Yeah. That's what my friends said. Um so, which but is like, not
1: funny at all. Not at all. So not the appropriate cover for, a for book our about our lighthearted,
0: dating. happy, humorous dating book. So yeah, we didn't want to be difficult because right. you know, Angela and I don't want to be difficult people. And we, I feel
1: like it was for me, it was my instinct to be like, okay, I'm just gonna accept what I've been given here. And like it was and such I was a good not lesson. Like that. Yes, it was such a good lesson. Like Laura spoke up and said, We you know we were polite about it and nice, but like it was a good lesson to like ask for what you want because you might get it sometimes. I
0: was like, this cannot be the cover. And Angel's like, but they're like on a deadline. Like, I don't know, can we say that we don't like it? I'm like, they asked us for our approval. We have approval. And like we need we need to like say what we what we want. And we don't want this cover. Like, I don't really want. I'm not going to be excited to show off this cover. And then they sent us two other. They were really nice. They were super uh, receptive. I I love Very quick turnaround. Super quick turnaround. They were like, cool, no problem. I'm going to send you two other options and like let us know what you think of those. We are trying to, you know, turn this around quickly. And we loved one of them. One of the other two they sent were great. We both, you know, this is the nice thing about working with Angela is we usually feel the same way about things. A lot of the time we like work-wise and we both loved the same cover and we said we love this one and like now that's our cover and it all worked out great so don't don't settle like don't worry about that you're being you know too difficult or making things hard because those are all assumptions that are not based in any reality for you know for this publisher maybe they like really couldn't decide between the three and they just sent us one like we don't know what the situation is so it's just always best to just speak your mind and not, like, make assumptions on what's going on in the other person's head or on the other side of things.
1: Yeah. So you just, like, to quote from the Crane Wife, you should not train yourself to survive unless. Like, that is not okay. You deserve everything that you want. So don't get used to uh, ex- accepting less.
0: How do you know if you're settling or not? Because I had been told before in relationships, like nothing I do is going to make you happy. Like you're too needy. Like, uh, you know, I remember like an ex saying like you complain about everything and that can kind of like start to gaslight you. Like, do I, am I just, do I have too many expectations of people? Like do, Oh God, like I don't want to be the kind of person that's always complaining about somebody. So, I mean, I thought I was just like not settling, you know, saying like, Hey, I like, you know, think we should have sex more or like, Hey, like, can we go to my apartment sometimes instead Mm -hmm. of always yours? And so I think that that is where people find like a hiccup there. It's hard to know sometimes, like, is this me not settling and telling somebody what I want? Or am I having unrealistic demands? Which I do, I do notice in like a lot of my friends where I'm like, you're, that, that is unrealistic. Like, You need to compromise a little
1: bit. I think you just know when something doesn't feel right. I think it's like an overall feeling kind of like, like I know for me, I was in a relationship before Ian where the person was very nice. There wasn't necessarily anything wrong that he did. But I was like, this doesn't – like, I feel like I want more. Like, I feel like I want someone that appreciates the things about me that I love and I don't feel like this person does. Mm -hmm. So, like – and for a long time, I ignored that, like, voice in my head because I was like, oh, this is, like, good. This is a good situation. But I was unhappy. Like, I think if you're unhappy, you got to, like, take that – take your temperature.
0: And, like, and talk to your friends. Like, you know, hopefully you have friends that will give you a reality check if you're just – if you have crazy high expectations that nobody's ever gonna fulfill. And if you keep on finding yourself in the same pattern in relationships, but, but yeah. And I think when it comes to settling, like everybody has different expectations. And so like what's settling to one person isn't to somebody else, you know, somebody, there might be somebody out there that just like genuinely like enjoys compromising a lot more and just isn't as demanding and like is it is genuinely like not bothered by certain things that another person would find you know uh like a turnoff or right.
1: something that would like just like really bring them unhappiness yeah you know? and obviously we're talking about like very basic like human, human things. interpersonal things and not like i want you to take me on a helicopter like yes <laughs> you can settle for no helicopter i'll say it
0: on that note it is time for our reason of the week breakdown But you do know I love adventure. So like I. You shouldn't things, settle for no adventure. I do want a helicopter. I mean Nick and I went on a helicopter for our baby moon, So, so there like. You go. Get your helicopter. Don't <laughs> listen to Angela. Okay. What do you got for me in terms of a uh, game this week?
1: Okay. So obviously as we've established you should never settle. Unless it's in Catan. You know, settlers, settlers of Catan. Of Catan yeah. Okay, that's so. like a
0: different type of settling.
1: Yeah, sure. Kind it's, of. It's a it's a play on words, if you will. Settling. Um We familiarize ourselves this week with the only place where it's okay to settle in a game we call Settlers of Catan, or Love. Okay. In this game, I will I'm name.
0: Following along.
1: Settlers of Catan expansion packs, which I didn't even. When we were talking about expansion packs before, didn't even put it all together. I will name settler of Catan expansion packs and flavor of love contestant nicknames, yes. and Laura has to guess which is which. Oh my god, I'm so excited! Okay, let's do this. Red oyster. Um, uh, flavor of love. Correct. That was a nickname. Okay. Cool. Um, I was
0: like, I was like, maybe there's like an like a ocean nomadic version of settlers of Catan where they're like
1: you know, pirates and like they need the oysters. Right. But in reality, I feel like they just like worked for red lobster or something. Yeah. And it was a play on that. Yeah. But uh okay, Seafarer. Uh Settlers of Catan. You got it. Knight.
0: Knight. I mean that's like too basic a name. Settlers of Catan. Okay. Yep. There's yeah, our there go. There's our buzzer. You're killing it. Okay. Tree tree uh that's kind of like a funny nickname actually even though it's just one word is that flavor of love oh my god you're so good you're so
1: good at this um pirate oh my god that could go
0: either way i'm gonna go flavor of love
1: oh my god our buzzer (laughs) we're struggling she was wrong she was wrong. Oh, my God. The, buzz, uh, the buzzard's slow today. Yeah. Pirate. What is a settler of Catan? Oh, Expansion bummer. Expansion pack. Um, Smokey. Uh, flavor of love. Yeah. Uh, prototype.
0: Oh, my God. Flavor of love. Like someone that like kind of looked like a robot-y person, maybe.
1: Yes. All right. Only one more, and I feel like you're going to get it. Barbarian. That's got to be Settlers of Catan. Although you got that could
0: 100% could have no I missed one
1: Oh, right. You got all right.
0: That could have gone either way. Oh, my God. That was such a fun game you came up with. Thanks for Thanks. doing that. Thanks for playing. Uh, guys, we hope we have cleared up this week's reason. That is it for this week's This Is Why Your Single podcast. Check out our book. It's available on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, and our audiobook on
1: Audible. And you can get hooked up with discounts from all of our sponsors for a full list of sponsors and the codes. Check out our podcast page on This Is Why Single We are also on social, so you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Your Single Show. Please like and subscribe on iTunes. Thank you so much for listening. Tune in next week for a whole new show. Bye. Bye! This is why you're single. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. Ba 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 da. This is why you're
0: single. ba 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 was a ba podcast.